Send them love. Send them love. It's Lucy's having a moment, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Staples or Potatoes. Two best friends face life and business with spiritual lessons. My name is Luz. And my name is Toki. Hi, Toki. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. You don't sound very up. You know, every time I'm editing this video, this um, audio, and the audio starts, like the episode starts, I realize how you always sound like, hello. And I'm like super excited to see you, and you're like, Hi, Luz. That's my anchor voice. <laughs> That's my professional ra radio voice you're listening to. No, because every time I'm listening to them to edit, I feel like I'm forcing you to do these episodes with me. <laughs> and this is not I'm the case. <laughs> I should say... If, if you recall our first episode, I was forced and tricked into that episode. <laughs> very true. But you love it. Come on, you even have a, a podcast voice, so. Yeah, well, I had to develop it since I was forced into this, but. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, welcome to episode two. We made it. Episode two of season two. Let's always remi remind people that we're seasoned professionals already on our second season of our podcast. <laughs> I remember when we started counting episodes, you were like, are we actually going to be counting this forever? And now we're, you're all about even counting the season. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's awesome. I'm happy how far we've come. Oh, goodness. How far we've come okay. and how far away we are from each other now. I know. I know. But honestly, we're, we're more connected than ever. Yes, true. We really are, actually, thinking about it. Like, being separated from somebody teaches you, like, what real connection is. It's crazy. Like, sometimes we text each other things. That we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, we actually, like... Uh, send a message at the same exact time. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Um, so what do you want to talk about on episode two? Well, we teased it on episode one of mm -hmm. season two <laughs> about how the um, COVID-19 pandemic and quarantine has um, forced us to find new things within ourselves and in your case it's a new i'm not going to say a new brand but it's a very something very new for your work for your existing brand so i think you should tell us how that came about yes um at the beginning of april i remember i wanted to do an email campaign to talk about how our brand was planning to create a like a fundraiser and donate a portion uh, of our sales for the month to the organization that we partner with in Venezuela to provide medical assistance to children that are diagnosed with cancer. And I remember clearly having this pain in my heart feeling like this is the only thing I can do at least that's within my reach at the moment but I still felt like it wasn't enough because it wasn't in my control because I couldn't guarantee that I could get the cells that I needed to be able to do the donation I wanted to do. 
And I felt like you, I, I, I had this moment, it was one day and I had a crisis of feeling irrelevant and so frustrated that I couldn't do anything to help the crisis that was upon us and also upon my country, which is already struggling with all these other social crises. Um, so three days later, we have our phone call, you and I, and we talked about Etsy and how Etsy ads are performing so differently and that you researched how face masks were uptick in, in Etsy. Yes. And you said, I mean, you may want to look into this. And, and I said, ah, you know, I can sew a mask. I can sew something, you know. And I have my sewing machines and I had some fabric. That was the other thing, I had fabric that I had saved for years for no reason at all except for making this mask. Exactly, which I want to, when you just say with no reason at all, I'm like, I, because I, I, I want to come back to that, but let's remind everybody that you already had fabric. When everything is closed, yeah. and before fabric stores were like essential stores, yeah. you already had fabric. Yes, I had thread, I had fabric, and I had a sewing machine that was at my parents' house who lived 40 minutes from my place. So I said, okay, I haven't seen my parents in over three weeks. And this may be a little risky because I'm trying to stay away from them, but I haven't seen anybody else. So I figured this would be good because I'm, I'm been away from everything for a long time. So I'm going to go to my parents' house and sew a few masks for ourselves and see how they look and maybe put them on Etsy. That was the plan. I just like, let's put a few masks on Etsy. And um, so I went there Saturday afternoon, made a couple masks and put an Instagram story that I was making a mask. The fabric in themselves were very crafty. They weren't like solid colors. They were like kind of like the fabric that I had left. They, then I remember I had this other fabric that was like from an old job that I had like in fashion that was like, 10 years old that was an army fabric and I was like oh this is cool that I can this is kasupo style fabric so I'm going to make this mask for kasupo and then I'm going to keep the other pattern ones in Etsy people started reaching out to me on those Instagram stories and I started selling masks through DMs on Instagram which by the way sorry to interrupt but it's so crazy because I always think when people are trying to sell something through a DM I'm like who's buying through like just seeing something on a story and a DM and that's how I, you've done so many of yourself. That's, I always thought the same thing. Who writes to this DM? Well, a lot of people contacted me through DM and I put, I had like Saturday, I made a mask. Uh, Sunday, I put a few photos for the, for Instagram and I took photos for it on Sunday morning to put them on Etsy Sunday afternoon. And then on Monday, I was able to send people to my Etsy shop. And then by Thursday, the next week, I put them on my website and I put the solid colors on my website. So within a week, I had already a whole new store on, it, on my shop on Casupo.co of masks that were what I felt was more brand related. And I left the other ones on my Etsy shop. So there's actually two shops of masks at the moment. Wow. Then I sent an email to everybody on my subscriber list saying, we got masks available to ship now. And I have not stopped sewing masks. <laughs> it's been two weeks. 
two weeks. It's been three weeks. Yeah, it's been three weeks. The first week we sold out of all the fabric that I had left. So I had to order more and I got I got it in time to launch again this past Thursday. I am so blessed, so lucky, so grateful for so many things, especially to have my parents able to help me make this mask because I've been actually pretty much living at their house because my dad is in charge of cutting all the fabric. I and my mom does one of the first steps. Then I do then then I jump in and do the last two steps. My mom is in charge of packing every order. So we have quite the team and there is no way I could get those masks out the door that fast without their help. And they are so involved with it and they're so committed. They're so interested. Every time there's an order, they get like between really excited and really they get really excited and really scared they're like oh my god <laughs> another one <laughs> it's amazing sorry to interrupt is it also because you have the little shopify notification and isn't that interesting that everybody loves the little shopify yes. for people for people that don't know this when you have a online store hosted on shopify you have a shopify app on your phone that notifies you every time you have an order and the notification sound, it's like a register. It's like, a so people love it because it's really like memorable, but it's also like, Ooh, I just got some money. So it's a super cute way to celebrate every order. It is. It's yeah. And, and it's awesome. So, so my business took a hard turn, a, a, a very hard turn and has been, um i've been feeling that feeling that i had three weeks ago that i was very irrelevant that i couldn't do more for what was happening was completely answered three days later with this need for a mask and it might seem like this was like a business decision to take advantage of an opportunity but it was really it was just a test. I was just like, I'm going to offer this. I can make a mask. And if people want them, I really didn't think it was going to be like this. And then I got really committed into, I need to make it a better mask because from the day I made the first one, I was like, Oh, I need to make it better. It needs to have all of these things. And I remember talking to Toki in one of my times that I came back to my place and saying like, this mask has to have all of these things. And I don't know if Toki thought it was crazy, but I was just like, it needs to have <laughs> I always think you're crazy, but I'm always like, at what time? <laughs> yes, what time? Do it. At what time? Let's do it. Yeah, so in my mind, and for people that don't know, uh, the mask uh, originally was a, a contour 3D mask that had an elastic and the sides for ears. The original one was with the four straps, and then it changed to ear elastics. And oh yeah, I realized that I, I I I forgot about the first with the straps. I forgot yeah. about it because the one I have has the elastic, so I forgot about it. Yeah, there've been a lot of there've been four versions of them, and and then as we started getting fabric sourced and I got some supplies, I found a new elastic. And my goal the entire time was to make it so it was adjustable between ears and back of the head because not everybody wants it behind their ears, and I wanted the same mask to do behind the ears, behind your back, like behind your head. Like I wanted the same one to do the same thing. I'm also a fan of reversible things. And I also 
knew that a lot of people wanted that filter pocket that people are talking about to put a pocket a, a filter that's optional um, inside and so I had all these requirements and I decided to finally make one that I'm really happy about that's on the website now and it has been a hit I'm so so lucky I'm so grateful that people appreciate the design because it really took me a lot of hard work my parents were like why are you making yourself suffer through this just let it go and I'm like no I have to have it I have to interrupt right now so that people to teach people a massive lesson it, it which is like when you listen to Luz talk with so much excitement about these masks it's 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 for you to notice the difference when the universe entrusts you with a mission it's not just like do this but lose like receive the i should be making masks and she's not just going to make any mask she's going to make the best mask that she can make and she wasn't she didn't settle for the first mask she came up with she just like wanted to do this to perfection and she i'm assuming even knowing you this is not the last mask you're making i'm assuming there'll be improvement upon improvement to provide people the best mask that you can provide it's amazing to hear you talk about it with so much passion about how not only did you wanted to make a mask but you wanted to make the most perfect mask that you could make it's amazing i really got into it like i did some research like i did so much research i became like a, a mask uh research person like a mask expert like you what are. is a mask needed and it's crazy to think that a person that was making wallets belts and bags is so invested into making a mask, but it really, it's like, I wanna give people something. This is where it came back. It came from the idea of making better wallets. It's all about durability and long lasting um, usage. And yes. for me at the beginning, the masks were not comparable to the leather products because I felt like it didn't have the longevity that my wallets have. Yes. So, it was about how do we make this mask that is washable and reusable go along side, side by side to a durable wallet. So I, I feel really good about this last design. The last version is like designed to be cool, but also functional and comfortable and the elastic can be taken out so you can replace it if you want to. Um, it's an amazing design and if you haven't seen it i know you guys follow us on social media but if you don't go to instagram uh, kasupo.co and um, there's a lot of videos and posts so that you can see what luz is talking about about how this mask you can it has an elastic that you can like like trap behind your ears but you can also take it out take the elastic out switch it and put it so that it goes behind your head it's it's a great design and for people that don't know what exactly you're talking about Instagram, kasupo.co, you'll see the videos and photos of exactly what Luz is talking about. Yeah, and I think it's also interesting, the best part of it, which was also very hard for, for me, was to put myself out there and put something that I've never made before. And a lot of my friends were very helpful in that process too, because I gave them the mask the very first rounds and they will give me feedback like that's too tight or that was too small or like my husband's face is um doesn't fit the mask so 
I just kept making different versions. Like as soon as I heard the comment, I would call my parents and say, stop cutting. We need to cut a new pattern. So <laughs> they were like, what happened? And I'm like, wait, it's too small. So this comes from like footwear. This is a lot of my footwear. This is funny. This is a lot of my footwear brain coming back because in production, when we did production of, foot, of footwear, if there was a problem that we found at any point, even while production was happening, we would just make an adjustment as soon as we found out. Like, stop the lace cutting. You stop the order for laces. It's too short or it's too long. Um, mm -hmm. So that was like something that I remember I'm like calling my parents, like, stop cutting the elastics. They're too short. And so we had to like dispose the elastics that we cut too short and make them again. Um, so it's been an evolution thanks to people's feedback and I'm so happy that I'm able to listen to negative feedback in a new way. Um, it's hard to hear people saying, Oh, I really like it. But even if your friends, even though you're being nice about it, they're like, but it being said, you know, and I was like, oh, no, I feel so embarrassed. Like I feel bad because I put something mm -hmm. in there that they didn't like. And I'm like, what are they going to think of me? But I've been giving them new versions every time to work towards perfection now. So, um, okay, so I have a question. Uh -huh. Do you do you think that I love that you just went all the way back to even like your shoe experience? Do you think that the universe was preparing you all along to give you this download, this mission, and little by little had was giving you the knowledge and the tools necessary to execute it? as fast and as good as you have executed this because this this is something that needed to be done fast and good and you have done that yes absolutely like i grew up with my mom who used to be as she used to sew quilts and bed bedding when i was young when i was like in middle school or something so she used to have a sewing machine and she used to do sewing projects every so often and then my grandma used to sew her own clothes forever like she she sewed her own dresses and tops and everything and that even back then i remember loving the idea of sewing so when i moved here um, i didn't get my first sewing machine until like maybe 12 years ago and then i remember and this is all coming to how the universe was preparing me to do this because i had a sewing machine and then i wanted to get a nicer one and i was kind of hesitant about it like am i going to use it is it worth the money because it's a lot more expensive and and my mom came to visit and i said hey mom i kind of want to get this sewing machine you want to come and take a look at it with me and she was like yeah of course let's go and she is like all about that that was like me asking for hey just say yes so i can buy it because obviously <laughs> she's gonna say yes so uh -huh. we walked out of the shop with the sewing machine and i was sewing this past week and I was telling my mom like I'm so glad you told me yes to buy this sewing machine because here we are now like that other sewing machine was like a beginner sewing machine mm -hmm. and I use that new sewing machine now non-stop for two or three weeks now and oh, so, so, so amazing I love this story so grateful I couldn't believe like my mom was there when I got it 10 years ago and here we are using it, like both of us using it now. Um, the fabric that I got for the first collection, if I didn't have the fabric, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. Like those fabrics, I've been storing them for years. I was like, I don't know when, this is so pretty. I just don't want to give it away. And, and I was able to use that fabric. And um, yeah, it's just, 
and and I wouldn't. The universe is definitely was definitely preparing me for this because they. It, de it definitely was. It definitely was, and I hope that people are learning about this, looking for examples in their lives of how sometimes the universe sends you things that you don't know why makes no sense. It's just it's another purchase you did, but ten years later it's going to change your life. So that's how intelligent the universe is in, in that it's already, it's so ahead of us, uh, of, our, of, our concept, of our concept of time and space. Uh, for the universe, there is no time and space. So it's immediate and it was preparing you. And in that same way, I wanna ask you another question. So if our listeners know about this, last year you changed the name of your brand, you let go of what that was and you created something brand new with a new name, with a new mission, with new styles. And I want to know if you think that that you had already been had this experience of letting go and starting something new that gave you the confidence, that gave you the immediate action to not question it, to know that you were already good with letting go and making a hard right for something new. Did that prepare you? Did the rebirth? Uh, did the death of Maiden Mayhem to the rebirth of Kasubo prepared you also spiritually, not more like having the tools or anything, but just to, in your psyche, to be able to birth the mask thing? Uh, such a good question. Yes, I think, I think being able to be unattached. So I practice re starting a new brand was really exciting and doing Kasupo was amazing like that rebirthing a brand was really beautiful i really enjoyed that um letting go of the brand that i was doing before um was a good exercise to be unattached to a business because as business owners we are so attached to our businesses that it becomes what we are so i practice a lot of letting go during that time and having Kasupo and redoing this this mask business was definitely like a, a little jump start again like oh, okay we're doing this again let's see if you really practice that agility but I was gonna say this I was I was reflecting this sewing is a very interesting activity to do because I all, all I keep thinking every so often I'm sewing and I just I'm smiling I'm like I, I'm so grateful like I, I can't believe this is happening I'm sewing a mask I, I think I think that's something that about sewing and other traits that are so repetitive because it's like meditation it allows you to tune into something else yeah and because you're doing the same thing over and over again so that's why you get those little moments of like messages from the universe of gratitude and insights and all of those things yeah, and I was thinking this mask, this this is where I got to this point, and I even talked to my parents about it in our in one of our meals. Like, these masks were made for Kasupo, not for my old brand. They are for Kasupo. Like, it wasn't an accident. Like, these masks belong in Kasupo now, and they go perfect in my website. When we talked about this three weeks ago, and you said you might consider making masks if you want to try something new. I said in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's totally out of my realm. So I'll just hide it on, on Etsy. That was my yes. thought. I'm going to hide it on Etsy for now. 
well, guess what? I'm making way more sales on my own website than on Etsy now. I know. It's insane. It's so and, crazy. And it's not usual for me. Like that is, that is not how my online sales usually go. Like I'm not like super busy on my, web, on my own website. So it shows me that my mind didn't know what I could do. My mind kept telling me like, oh yeah, but you know, this is normal that you make more sales in other channels than on your own website. Well, let me show you. And here's the thing, you wanted to get those sales, you wanted to grow your online sales, and you were attached to how you were gonna make it. But it took, it took for you to surrender that, yeah. for the universe to say, hold my beer, yeah. and, <laughs> and show you. Let me you, smack you. Your 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 dream in in that aspect is coming true. The universe was just like I just been preparing you for something else. Can oh, we talk dear. about Can we talk about dreams? Because this is another conversation we had last Thursday, two Thursdays ago. I was thinking, how can I? The first production batch was physically uh draining like it was it was taking so much out of my body like it was really hard i was a lot of late nights very little sleep and after i finished that batch i said i cannot do this alone there's no way like i have to find a factory well it turns out that los angeles is completely booked all factories are booked with masks orders are way bigger than i can even imagine in my mind and uh, there is people getting orders for 120,000 masks and they can't compete with that. So then I thought, okay, maybe I buy my own sewing machines and do my own little factory. But then that meant that I needed to take my parents out of their house to bring them with me. And I don't want to do that right now because we still want to practice quarantine and I don't want to bring them in with new people. And I also want to keep them busy because it's something that's keeping their mind busy and it's giving them an income. So then you and I were talking and this idea of like, you are having exactly what you dream for. I'm already living my dream in the craziest time of life. Like my dream of having a factory is happening. It's just not the factory that I thought in my mind, but I have a yes. factory. Yes. And it's actually a pretty great setup. It's in the comfort of my parents' home for them, safe for their safety. And yes. for my own uh comfort also because they fit me really well i'm not going to say no to any of their meals <laughs> and their love and their their care um and my other dream was to be able to support my parents and hire them and give them a job that is something that they want to do i know we talked about this literally a year ago two years ago how about it was your dream to support your parents to employ them and Hold my beer. Here we are. It's amazing. I, so this is just to to make people think. What is the, what is it that you're doing today that you really didn't realize that it was your dream at one point? Because we are living our dreams. We just don't listen to ourselves from the past and realize, like, oh wow, I I got where I wish I wanted to get, and I didn't even. No. Not only that, we are living your dreams, our dreams, but make sure you're having good dreams yeah. because you might be living your dreams that are not good dreams that you have. So if you were listening to Luz and, and rolling your eyes and saying like, well, I didn't dream of this, like you really did. 
make yeah. sure you have good dreams because those that's what you're going to be living i i am beyond like in awe like i don't i don't know a better way to describe it because now those masks belong in that website so much and are such a relevant part of the brand when I first thought it was like, a, okay, this is a little patch, this is a band-aid, you know, just to offer something different. And it was, it was the missing piece of the puzzle. Casupo was born to be a channel of distribution for a product that I didn't know I was going to be making. And I did not know anything about masks on January 1st when this brand launched. Like, not a thought in my mind. Like here I am being an expert sourcing materials from all over the world <laughs> to make the best mask ever. Like it's amazing. So so yeah, definitely switching brands and switching brand collections uh, where has been like really exciting. It's it's good. I, I, I like change. I, I'm not the kind of person that sticks with the same thing and is attached to something. Um, but it's definitely scary. Like doing the new brand was like a leap of trust. And doing this mask thing was definitely a leap of trust. And actually I realized now like trying to find a factory to give it to was mm -hmm. trying to reject what I asked for. Like somebody asked you for something you give it to them and then they say you know what now i have too much i don't want it like which is 100 percent human nature yeah I, it's still scary it's every time that that shopify rings happens yes i'm i'm still like we need to make <laughs> every order is being made like before before um we're getting all the orders and we're making them in batches afterwards. So nothing has been, we haven't had enough time to create inventory so we can just pick and ship. Um, but we are making them within five days, which is our, my goal is to just ship it as soon as possible because it's an immediate. Which is amazing because most masks that you try to buy are, you know, shipping weeks from now and if not months, and you guys are just doing such a good job in, you know, five days, your mask is already shipping. Um, I am such a crazy person when it comes to goals. Like I said, the really hard ones. And then I'm like, I'm not going to sleep until this is finished. Even though maybe they, they don't mind if it ships the next day, but I'm all <laughs> about like delivering on time. So um, yeah, there's still a lot of late nights, but we're learning to balance it out a little bit. Um, I'm, today's my first day off of the week and it's, lovely to do that and when i go back i just go back full force and let me just tell you this has been a lesson to teach me and i hope people understand through my experience that being a person who works behind a sewing machine every day for years like people that make your clothes is such a hard job and i only do it i i'm doing it because i I enjoy it because I really do. And I'm only doing it for the past three weeks. And I'm sure I'm going to be doing it for a long time. But this has nothing, it's nothing in comparison to what people do in factories. And they yes. get paid so little and they are in terrible conditions. And it's such a physical job. Um, 
that this might this might be something that people might might should start putting every time you dress yourself in the morning you should put it in your abundance basket and you in the way we talk on episode one of this season about how we are connected to each other you should close your eyes and thank the person that made that t-shirt and send energy to their back to their to their vertebrae to their hands to their fingers for the energy that they put in that garment that you now get to wear to clothe you because it has the spirit of the person who made it and don't forget that send them love send them love it's lucy's having a moment everybody <laughs> it's while lucy has a moment while lucy's having a moment i'm gonna say something <laughs> It just it makes me emotional to think how little we think of people that do this kind of work all the time and it's made me so grateful and also compassionate yes. about it so there's no way i can explain to you how hard it is to do it because i never did it for such long hours when i did sewing before it would be like two or three hours maybe every couple of days when i'm sewing for 10 to 12 hours straight it's your shoulders hurt your legs like just to explain things that you don't notice like sitting on a chair for so long like my legs get swollen like my feet yes. are swollen like i was on a plane for 12 hours it's intense so i just want to take this moment to be grateful for people that dedicate their life to making products behind a production line because it is yes. amazing the work that they do and you're carrying it with you you're carrying it in your spirit every time you put that t-shirt every time you put those shoes so acknowledge that and know be confident that you sending them that energy of gratefulness it is it is reaching them just as as we've been talking about and what little things we don't know that are invisible to our eyes if they reach us or not We've never had a better example about how invisible things that you cannot see can change the course of your life. So send them love, send them, be grateful for the piece of the pieces of cloth that you have on your body right now. And do it every day. Yeah, totally. That's great. And just know that every single mask that I make is made with so much love and care and respect and I honor the time that you're taking to go outside in these difficult times and that you're taking my mask with you. Like, it's just amazing. I'm sewing and I'm smiling because I, even though I'm in pain and I'm tired, I'm just like, I can't believe somebody's going to go outside with my mask. And this is amazing. Like, I'm so grateful that somebody's I, doing this. I, I really, really love this episode. And I really, really love technology, putting both on my abundance basket because I'm excited for people that are buying your masks and are wearing their masks and it's helping them in their daily life to go out in, in, out in this difficult world we're living, but to hear the story from where this, the, these masks come from and to hear the story and the struggle of the person who literally saw your mask. I think it just shows you the, the energy that the mask that you're putting over your face carries you. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing to, for people to listen to you talk with so much passion and especially about the love that you put on each mask that you have made. Okay. Know that if you're wearing like a super mask, it comes from a very, very special place. Yeah, and I should say that my family, my parents and I are like a really good team and it comes from like a really loving group, you know? So 
that mask is like not just a fabric washable mask. It definitely comes with a good load of energy that uh, we just make them with so much love. My mom put so much work into like making sure every order goes out well. And my dad is super passionate about, he has the best work ethic in the world. Anybody that knows his work knows that he's amazing at what he does. So um, yeah, it's, it comes from a really good home. It's made with so much love. It's amazing. I'm so glad we did this episode. This is such a good um, story for everybody to know um, the origin of these masks and, and who made them and how they're made and the why. This is the why of these masks, which is yeah. so beautiful. Um, and also, we, listen, sorry, when, when, a, when one of your friends give you like a weird, odd, crazy idea, give it a try. You never know. Like, Okay, and I have this this uh, going this ongoing joke that like that's a crazy idea, and then the other person says, "What time?" <laughs> like we're always like coming up with crazy ideas, and we're jumping on both. On yes, board. we never we never even questioned the idea. We're like, all right. <laughs> so I'm grateful for putting that idea on my head to to Toki. Thank you, Toki. That's in my abundance basket. Well, you know, the universe was just using me to send you the message. It didn't come from me. I just was, I was just the vessel to transmit it to you. And I'm so proud of you for running with it, for, for listening. Because we, so many people get all these messages that might come from a messenger, from a friend, from a neighbor, from a brother, and we don't listen to them. Um, and it's not easy. No. Like during the, during the time between the first talk that we did and making the math that I'm making today, I had like, multiple points of like I remember making them the first round and getting all the orders and selling all the fabric out and knowing that there was an end to the sale so I was making them all and everybody ordered them but nobody has gotten them yet and I had this panic the entire day this feeling of imposter syndrome <laughs> overtook me yes oh I just I'm like nobody has sold them before like nobody has ever seen them in person and all these people bought them and what if nobody likes them what if everybody hates them what if everybody wants their money back like I panicked and then I panicked again uh when I was too exhausted and I said I can't I can't do this anymore I had to take a nap and like relax for a bit and then take a break but it, it just so you know like I just want to let you know when you do take a crazy idea in it's not going to be all fun and games the entire time just be prepared to hit some this is for everybody to know that Luz listened to my idea but she has also cursed me a couple times <laughs> this is how Luz is telling me <laughs> no. she's like damn it Toki <laughs> no maybe my parents are like oh my god Toki again <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, so when you do take a crazy idea, go for it. Just be prepared for bumps and keep going and have a good group of friends that are ready to push you and keep giving you encouragement and company and support. So I'm grateful for so much. I, my basket is so full. It is so full. I love it. Um, just as our episode one that gave us their idea for episode two, I'm going to preview right here to everybody. Episode three. Um, what's coming up on next episode because it's basically what we talk about this entire episode but I talked to Luz earlier this week about this um, concept that I read uh, from the great Carolyn Mays which is energy equations to observe the 
energy and the circumstances that have put you where you are and transform everything into an energetic equation to make you more aware of your life and to make you more aware of why you are where you are or to even take you where you want to go. And we've been talking about the entire episode about the universe preparing loose for all this time with her sewing machine, with her fabric, with her knowledge, with her true expertise, with listening to the universe. If she were to map in a piece of paper all the circumstances and all the things that have led her to this moment, she could she would have an energy equation. She would literally have an energy equation that and she could observe things and that could make her alert for the future. When you're having these things that make no sense to you, when you're having these moments of like, eh, it's just a sewing machine, maybe she can go back and observe if there was any additional clue at that moment that was letting her know that this was going to lead her to someplace else. So energy equations are all around us. And Luz has demonstrated to perfection um, <laughs> the execution of an energy equation. And I think this should be episode three, energy equations. Um, what are they, how we can work with them, and just elaborate on that subject. That sounds amazing. I love that concept too. Wow. I hope you like this episode. This was a very, it, it's about a business, but it's very personal. And I, lo I love to exactly. It's you. exactly what the, our podcast is about. It's business and spirituality. It's literally the perfect example of what the podcast is about. Yeah. Showing up of showing up for whatever you're doing in your business with your entire spirit. Yes, totally. Well, uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, send it to our Instagram accounts at casupo.co. And at we are all Smith. There you go. Thank you so much, Toki. Um, I'll see you in the next episode. I know. I can't wait. All right. Thank you. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.